Welcome to Unsung Stories, where we'll be chatting to unacclaimed mamas in the Christian world who love Jesus, are faithfully seeking to know and love God more, and pointing their families to Him. I'm your host, Laura Smith, and I hope that you will find solidarity with a regular mum living out the gospel in regular ways and be encouraged in your own unsung story. Thanks for joining us. Hello and welcome to another episode of Unsung Stories. Today we get to hear from Beck and how her relationship has gone with God throughout motherhood. She shares about her struggles falling pregnant, navigating open heart surgery with her baby and the toll it's all taken on her marriage. Beck is really helpful in sharing how she uses her journal as a time of reflection and pouring her heart out to the Lord. She uses a bullet journal where she customises everything. I don't really have time for that, but I do use a similar practice, and I love the journals from Honey and Gold. I love their prompts for reflection, prayer, and gratitude. Honey and Gold have kindly offered Unsung Stories listeners 10% off. Use the code UNSUNGSTORIES on their website, honeyandgold.com.au. And just a reminder, we're sending everyone who subscribes and reviews this podcast a really cute vinyl sticker. Reach out to us on Instagram or our website with your details and we'll post it to you. We really appreciate every time you share or review or like or comment or subscribe. It makes a real difference to our ratings and getting it into the ears of mamas who need Jesus. Let's jump into today's conversation with Beck. Hi and welcome to another episode of Unsung Stories. Thanks so much for joining us, Beck. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. So that our listeners can get to know you a little bit more, could you tell us a bit about yourself and what your family life looks like? Yeah, I have a husband. We've been married for 11 years. His name's Pete and Mm -hmm. we've got two girls. They're six and four. Oh, beautiful. And what do you like doing for fun during the week, Beck? During the week for fun. I think that usually just consists of getting up, doing the school run. Fun. Six hours later, doing it again. (laughs) And, um... Yeah, I actually just started studying this year as well. So, what are you studying? I'm studying natural medicine and nutrition. Wonderful. Yeah. So, that sounds all like a bit of a juggling act. Uh, could you share how you prioritize your relationship with God during this time? Yeah, I think as a family from day one, we always said we need to prioritize church and for me personally, Bible study as well. And I find as well, since becoming a mum, that's some weeks that's all I can do. So, mm. Um, if I can get fed those those ways with, you know, seeing my brothers and sisters in Christ and talking to them about struggles and the ups and downs of the week and re- opening God's word together, then I'm much more I'm set up for the week ahead, I guess, with church. And, mm-hmm. and it just, you know, gives you that spur to keep going. Mm, yeah. How do you feel like your relationship with God has changed since you became a mum? What was it like before you had kids and what's it like now? I think before I had kids, I would, I think I I was quite naive about life, I think. And then since starting our kid journey, just so much has happened that has caused me to just depend on him so much more. Mm. And now I don't know how I got through so shallow without him before. Mm. So how do you feel like your relationship with God has changed since you became a mum? What was it like before you had kids and what's it like now? Yeah, I think before I had kids, I think it was like I read the Bible and 
it was probably more I read the Bible before, but since having kids, I think I understand the Bible more. I feel like since having kids, there's been event after event that has just kind of been layer after layer, causing me to depend on him so much more and so much more deeply. Mm. Yeah, we had fertility troubles. We tried for four years for my first. And then when my second was born, she was a a twin that we lost very early on. And then um, she was born with a heart defect and needed a surgery, you know, before she Mm. was one. Yeah, and I think through that, although it was hectic and totally unfair, I just feel like that I never felt like he wasn't there and it just caused me to, yeah, depend on him so much more because I couldn't have gotten through it without his grace and his love and his comfort. Mm, Wow. All of that sounds like a huge struggle and a lot for someone to go through. Has any of that caused you to struggle in spending time with God? Did you not want to go to him or was it? making you fall on your knees before him or a bit of both probably both I think Mm. caused me to go the other way I think from what I said before about before I would read the bible and then afterwards I understood it more and it kind of took a shift from reading my bible less to just talking to him more Mm. which possibly comes with the dependency me depending on him more It sounds like there was a shift from it all being head knowledge to this heart relationship that you had with God. Yeah, and I think I still struggle as well to read read the Bible and I know I depend more on just a daily conversation kind of thing and with that comes, I guess, not growing in understanding and it kind of, it, it could possibly become a selfish kind of, I need this, this is about me and I'm struggling But I think in a season of life, that's okay sometimes. Yeah, like you said, it's gone less from a head like and what you've been taught in Sunday school and the stories to personal relationship and how God works and how he is everywhere and he has control over everything. And yes, bad things can happen, but he is still sovereign and he is still powerful and he is still going to make good things happen from bad things. And he's your father who loves you and is holding you. Yes, 100%. So you've gone through these really big things over the last few years that have drawn you closer to God, but what about everyday life in motherhood that's been thrown in there? Um, Because as much as you've uh, struggled to become a mum or you've had kids and uh, your youngest's heart surgery, how have you gone in everyday motherhood in seeking Jesus? I mean, I feel like we're coming out of that bubble and the kids are getting older and I think I'm more involving them more and it's becoming a a shared experience of enjoying God kind of thing. So mm. I still am terrible at reading my Bible. Um, <laughs> but every day we read it with the kids for bed and every day on the school trip we've got Jesus music on, especially if we've had a rough morning and everyone's emotional. The Jesus music just calms us down and we all have a rocking time. <laughs> worshiping God in the car and it just rezones our thinking for the day I find I really notice the difference have you ever found a helpful way that works for you to read the Bible yeah so when it was actually the week that Noah was in hospital my youngest having her surgery I got a bullet journal and that was my that became my outlet I've just started my fifth bullet journal so for all of us who don't know what a bullet journal is Could you explain that for us, please? It's basically a journal and a diary and anything you want to make it to be. So I've got my calendar in it. I've got journaling pages. I've got scriptures in it. I've got sermon notes in it. 
I've got great. Everything. Yeah. So how how do you use that? Do you uh, like write down what you've written, or are you drawing, or how does that work? All of the above. Sometimes I'll do some word art of um, scripture verses. The way that I've laid out my calendar page is I've got my events at the top and then I've got a big gap at the bottom. And every day at the end of the day, I just word vomit. I have my Bible open, try to, Mm. (laughs) and just word vomit. It's usually a prayer. And that helps you kind of reorientate to God. Yeah. Another thing I've been tracking in it as well is um, I've been working on the fruits of the Spirit so I've got a gauge from, you know, one to ten of how I feel I'm going on each of the fruits of the spirit and I'm just mm. working my way through them one by one. So love, mm. joy, peace, patience. I skipped over patience for a bit and then <laughs> came back to it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And I think helpful like when you're actually being honest with yourself. Yeah. But also it can be helpful to see, hey, I, like I'm not where I want to be but I'm going better than I thought. Yeah. And that's encouraging for the days where it is a zero for that. Yeah, totally. And I noticed some as well, like, you know, I worked on love to begin with and I felt like I was in a good place and I started working my way through the other ones and felt, you know, I need to come back to love for a bit because that's slackened a bit. And helpful because, I mean, both of us, natural default then was patience, like, oh, I need patience in motherhood. But actually joy is one and so how am I cultivating joy and enjoying what God's given me and celebrating that and yeah there's lots of good ones like there's obviously the ones that we find hard but to actually cultivate goodness is a, and joy is a helpful thing to be reminded of. Totally especially in a culture where we're told to want more and need mm. more and things aren't good yeah. enough and then things can always be better. Yeah uh, has there been anything in particular that has really grown you as a Christian? You've had lots of big things has anything stood out as the thing that has grown you and matured you where you're choosing to be like Jesus in these times? Yeah, so I think obviously having kids is enough to grow your patience and your love and your joy and everything. But I think, you know, we've had a sucky few years. Like it was hard to have kids and then everything that happened with you know, my youngest, with, you know, open heart surgery and then after that I was having panic attacks and then it like I, I can't pinpoint this to a time I can't blame this on um, anything but something like it's taken a toll on our marriage as well and this year's been really hard to the point where my husband and I actually separated for four months during the middle of a pandemic and the one thing I take away is just I remember seeing this Christian counsellor after Noah's surgery when I was having in the peak of my anxiety and we started to have these marital problems and she wrote down on this post-it note, I am holding steady. I still have that post-it note in my bullet journal. And I just remember through all, like, it's just constantly in my brain, I am holding steady. I know the truth of Jesus. I know that God is with me. I know that God has control over all of this. He is carrying me through this. And there are times when things have happened, I'm like, I don't know how I've gotten through this. It's only by God's guidance that I am totally oblivious to Mm. that I've gotten through this so yeah that's the only thing I can do I can stand firm to my convictions that you know Jesus died for me he died for all of us and I know that truth and I'm holding Mm. steady through it. Beck how would you encourage the mum who loves Jesus but's just feeling distant to him in this season? Um, 
I'm going to say what um, that counsellor said to me, like just hold steady. Um, you know the promises of God and he's got you and he is going to guide you and he's going to actually carry you through this. And there are some days, some weeks, some months even, where you won't be able to pick up your Bible but pop the worship music on or, you know, pop in the audio Bible on or just talk. Doodle in your journal. Doodle in your journal. Just Mm. talk to him in your head in the middle Mm. of the crying and the chaos that's happening around you. Even if the crying is yours, hold steady. I don't know about you, but I am so thankful for Beck's honesty in telling us her unsung story. It's reminded me of a song called Give Me Faith by Elevation Worship. It says, I need you to soften my heart and break me apart. I need you to open my eyes to see that you're shaping my life. Give me faith to trust what you say, that you're good and your love is great. I'm broken inside. I give you my life. I may be weak, but your spirit's strong in me. My flesh may fail, but my God, you never will. Whether your story has hurts and heartaches or reflects what's happening in Beck's life or you have a different set of struggles through parenting, I think we can all pray that prayer, that we can see God working in our life and asking for faith to trust in the promises of God. Hold steady, Mama. He's got you. Dear God, I just lift up all the mums that are having a hard time right now. Their marriage is falling apart or they feel like their whole world is just falling apart. I pray that you will remind them to hold steady, that your promises are true, that you've got them even if it feels like sometimes you don't. Just remind them to hold, yes, to hold steady and yeah thank you for your love and your grace and um thank you that there is a bigger gift out there than this world there is something bigger than this world that we're living in right now that things will become perfect one day and that you will send your son back he is our savior thank you that you sent him to begin with thank you for the solid hope that we have in you.